Okay, we are in Yeshayahu, Perik Samach Vav, the last parrot of Yeshayahu, Pasuk Aleph, Ko Omar Hashem. And we are going to see, as so often we've seen in all the 66 Prakim of Yeshayahu, that the Navi goes back and forth between creating a vision, a utopian vision of post-Messianic life, and then suddenly pulling the carpet from under it, as it were, and excoriating B'nai Yisrael in the most lacerating terms for their current sins and for their current omissions and their current uh, corruption of life. And so we're going to see it now, because right after he concluded the Navi Samachay with a glorious utopian vision of when the Mashiach is here, the change in nature, the longevity of people, um, the life of just utopian Elysian bliss. And now, suddenly he goes back, Yishayahu, to the very first theme in Perik Aleph, the complete failure of B'nai Israel to understand A, the importance of the Beis HaMikdash, and B, the Karbanos that they offer in Mas in the Beis HaMikdash, that they have absolutely no understanding what a Karban is for. There is absolutely no connectivity between the Karban they're bringing and the devotion to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It is a blank, empty ritual to them done by rote, done automatically with no feeling of, of joy, of Yira of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And we saw it at the beginning of Perik Aleph, um, which is the mafter we read, of course, on Shabbos Chazon, right before Tisha B'av. And the Navi says, I'm reading from Perik Aleph, Yud Aleph, um, and again, he's on the topic of Korbanos. Says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, as Yeshayahu prophesies, Lama li what do I need that multiplicity of korbanos? Savati olos. I've had it up to here. I'm satiated with your olos, your alim, your rams, the mareim, the milk, your cows, the damparim, the blood of your cows, and fussim, again the lambs, va'atudim. Lo chafatsti. I don't want them. Kisavolos ponai. When you come, to see me, to see my face in the base. I mean, because, me bikeshos, me edchem. Who asks you to do this? Ramos Chatzarai, you are just trampling my courtyards. Lo sosifu havi minchashav. Stop bringing your empty, worthless minchos. Ketores toeva, the incense of abomination he. Chodesh l'shabas kromik rolo uchal oven v'atzola. Your rosh chodesh and your moadim. I cannot stand, I cannot abide. They are just a complete imposition on me. Continues the Navi, still in Perak Aleph. Your Rosh Chodesh celebrations, your Moadim, I hate, says the Kaddish Baruch How you are lying in Torah, they are like to me a burden, nilesing the soul of which I am tired of carrying. And now, 66 Prakim later, the closing parrot, which is the mafter we read 
on the Shabbos, any Shabbos that Rosh Chodesh occurs on, the Navi begins. Ko Amar Hashem, Hashamayim Kisi Ba'aretz Hadom Rakli, a very famous pasuk that the Shamayim, the heavens are my crown, and the earth is my footstool. Therefore, what the Navi is saying in the name of Kaddish Baruch Hu, the heaven is my creation, the earth is my creation. I am infinite. You cannot grasp my being. It is beyond man's ability. It's just too big a concept for man to encapsulate the infinite nature of God. Therefore, how do you think you can hold me in a house? Is there a big enough house for me to be in that you built a house for me? And um, is there a place where I am going to rest in a house? So I did it all. I created this. And I do not like your Beis HaMikdash. Uh, rather, what do I want? The El Ze'abit. This is what I will look at. El Oni V'nochach Ruach V'choreid Al A poor, broken spirit who trembles. Chorab, which is, by the way, the root probably the word Haredi, who trembles at my my word, who just pursues my mitzvah with total emuna and is in total fear and broken spirit if he thinks he's done something wrong or he's done an avera. This is the person I look, the poor, the humble of spirit. I could care less about your base hamikdash. Moreover, the korbanos, you have absolutely no understanding of the korbanos. No connectivity between doing a carbon and what it means to build a connectivity to me, to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, as it were. You do it by rote. You do it indifferently. We know a carbon by its very root of the word, is likro, to come near. So you don't do it to come near. You do it as a social responsibility. We know that in the carbonos there are some very strict rules with very strict penalties. The way you do shvita, the way you slaughter a karma, the place you bring it, the time you bring it, your intent when you bring it, is so critical that in many cases the punishment is kares, is a kind of death. And yet you have no, no ability or interest to do the karbanos as they were meant to be done. Therefore, says the Navi in Pasek Gimel, shochit hashor makeish. You bring an ox, you do it outside the Beit HaMikdash, you do it at the wrong time, you do it without intent, you do it without any yira. So it is shokhet hashur maka'ish. You could as well be slaughtering a man. Couldn't care, the ox is irrelevant. They're going to just kill a person. Furthermore, zoveya uh, chaser oref kelev. The way you do a set a lamb, what it means, the connectivity to God, the exchange it is with your soul and God. You might as well slaughter a dog for all your sincerity. Male mincha, when you bring your korban mincha, dam chazir. It's like the blood of a pig you could be bringing. 
Maskir Levona, you offer the incense, which is the sweetening of the carbon, which is the sweetness that the Kaddish Baruch Hu desires. Mevarech Aven, you're asking him to bless your, your iniquities. Gamhema Bacharu B'Darchechem U'B'Shuchetzechem Nafshachafatza. Your only interest is in your life that you have chosen in your abominations, that which your soul is drawn to, it has absolutely no connection with a carbon, what a carbon means, what its relationship to God means. Therefore, continues in the next pasuk, um, as you have done this, as you have sought your own brand of religion, I too now will choose with your abominations and your terrible averas. I will bring the punishment to you. Because I have called you, no one has answered. I spoke to you below Shamu, Vayasu Hara, you've done the evil, and that which I did not want, you have chosen yourself. Now, without missing a beat, the Navi now goes to just before the Mashiach, uh, which we will have referred to the period of clarification. You remember we said that in clarification, the, both the Russia and the Tzaddik are together in Meshichus, but we know who each is. We know who the Tzaddik is, we know who the Russia is, there's no intermixing, and each one will get what is due him. So continues the Navi. Shimu Dvar Hashem, HaCharedim al listen to you, the Charedim who have kept his word. Amru Achechem Sonechem, your brothers, your brothers who are your, really hate you, the Rishayim. Elder, remember we said, they say, look, we don't need your Musa, we don't need your instructions, our religion is better than you. But listen, you will see joy and happiness but they will be put to shame. That will be when the Mashiach comes. So now, a brief, strange, vague forecast of the final war of Gog and Magog. You see, the Navi is really going back and forth here. So the Navi says, we know Gog and Magog is when the nations of the world come to Yerushalayim to destroy Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael will triumph, and from there, the Mashiach is an immediate after effect. Kol sa'on me'ir, the Navi says. A joyous sound will emanate from the city. Kol a sound from the, the, the base Hamikdash. Um, Kol Hashem Mishalem The Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to pay back to all his enemies what they deserve. And now comes the birth of Geula. Uh, done in the form of a metaphor of a woman who is giving birth to a child. But let me ask you this. Does this mean that, that the Navi's 
is, pro is prophesizing that the temple will exist at the time that Mashiach comes back? Yes, definitely. In fact, there's a medrash that says when the Mashiach comes, the third temple will come down from heaven, will not have to be constructed come down ready-made. Because if there's going to be a um, joy from <laughs> joy from the uh, from the Hechel, there has to be a Hechel, right? Right, exactly. Exactly. So, says the Navi, Pasuk Zion, Beterem Tochil Yolado. Before she trembles in labor, she gives birth. It will happen suddenly, painlessly, quickly. Beterem Yavo Chevelah before she trembles in labor, she has produced a boy, a son. Who has ever heard of such a phenomenon? Who has seen something like that? Can a, a nation be formed in one day? Can a, a, a child be born just Suddenly, in one day, um, so Zion has travailed and will give forth to her children. Beautiful metaphor. Will I, would I bring the process to the point of birth and not complete the childbirth? Yomar Hashem. Am I the one that creates the whole process of childbirth? Would I now withhold it? Simchu es Yerushalayim, the gilu havav, rejoice in Jerusalem, rejoice all of its lovers. Sisu atomosos kol Stop mourning over her and rejoice with her. And so this seems a perfect spot to bring up the Gemara in Tanis and stop there for Shabbos. And that is the Maimar in the Gemara that says from this Pasuk, Mikan Amru, Kol HaMesabel Ayurishalayim Zochel Reroed B'Simchasa. All those who mourn for Jerusalem will be merited to witness her joy. And if you don't mourn for Jerusalem, you will not merit to see her joy, her rebirth. So I say a perfect time to stop. We will continue the second shiur in the final parrot of Yeshayahu in Mirza Hashem, Monday, 8.45 a.m. Be there.